Like obviously we're all, we're all together. Like now, obviously I know everybody. Um, I can't pinpoint a certain like individual who's showed me more people or one certain in instance. I've just been doing it for so long. It's like, I just live day to day. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we're sitting down with Bobby Halverson, also known as Business with Bobby over on Instagram to talk about what he is doing right now as a 20-year-old who is hustling it out and making some money online. So Bobby got started in the network marketing industry at the age of 17, okay? This dude was young in high school um, and was getting really into fitness, so he went out there and got involved in multi-level marketing. He's gonna talk all about that and how he ended up dropping out of that um, within about a year and then how he transitioned into really doing not much for, for a stretch of time and then going deep into drop shipping. Okay, that's his main area of expertise now. He is a drop shipping coach. He works with people to help them build their drop shipping businesses. And that is what he's working on right now over in Scottsdale, Arizona. Works very closely with Austin Zabak, who was on the podcast about two weeks ago. So uh, when I went down to Arizona, met Austin, uh, met Bobby briefly, but now we're having him on the podcast to share some amazing knowledge with y'all on how to be successful in business and successful in life, honestly, at a young age. I mean, this dude's gone through some crazy stuff, um, ended up losing um, somewhere around 150 pounds, I believe, um, in, in a relatively short time span. So he's, he's been through some ups, he's been through some downs, and, and this guy is a very interesting guy. I'm super stoked to share his story with you here today on the podcast. Without further ado, let's welcome Bobby Halverson on to Young Smart Money. Uh, enjoy the interview, guys. All right, Bobby, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? What do you got going on? I am doing fantastic. Been grinding out interviews all day. This is the fifth one of the day, so uh, last one of the day as well. So I'm stoked to be here. Absolutely, bro. I see you <laughs> killing it. Top 100 business podcasts as well. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the name of the game. Show, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. How old are you? You're only 20, right? I'm 20, yeah. Awesome. Solid. So our listeners got to hear a little bit about you, Bobby, in the intro to this episode. But for those of them that aren't super familiar with who you are, what you're doing, give us a quick like snapshot of where you're at right now. Yeah. So where I'm at right now, uh, I'm 20 years old. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, my real name is Robert. If you guys follow me on Instagram, it's at business with Bobby. Obviously, I'm known as Bobby. Um, really big in the e-commerce coaching space now. I've built out an agency um, that is now in the works of kind of building up coaches for other people pretty much selling services, stuff like that. And as well as agencies myself, um, obviously current stores, stuff like that. I have a team of like six employees now, full-time coaches, as far as my agency goes, all past students, um, a Legion real estate agency. I mean, really, I, I have a Legion social media marketing agency, a couple different other ventures. Um, and that's really it. I'm kind of just in a space right now where I'm kind of rebuilding something, rebranding, uh, my previous company into something a little different, kind of just venturing off into a different, way to share the information cool i love it man it's always cool yeah. to talk to, to young people who are killing it man as, as a 20 year old yourself man that's it's cool stuff Absolutely. hell yeah <laughs> i'm actually from california though i moved to arizona for college and i dropped out over a year and a half ago and just kind of never left just built my network up here in scottsdale and now i'm here i'm actually in my office right now and um yeah Good stuff. Good stuff. So I want to flash back in time to, to your early upbringing and then we'll talk about that college experience as well. But talk to us about like middle school, high school years. Were you somebody who was already getting involved in entrepreneurship? Were you taking school seriously? Was it music? Was it sports? Like what were you doing? Kind of. Middle school was rough. So I don't have the best childhood. Obviously, I'm, I'm pretty close with my parents now. Um, and that's just kind of grown on me as I've gotten older and kind of just matured and understand where they came from. But with that, I, I grew up with my grandparents. I grew up 
all of middle school, I, I actually didn't play any sports. Through elementary school, uh, I was super active, played a lot of sports. So that was really my entire life. Middle school, I didn't. Moved in with my grandparents. A lot of stuff happened to my parents. Um, I actually got super, super fat. I actually lost about 120 pounds. Um, wow. Maybe I can send you a pic. Maybe you can throw it in there. Sure. And um, yeah, I lost about 120 pounds. And, uh, but previous to that, obviously I was pretty fat. So I was just kind of just some normal fat kid. Didn't really do much at all. Uh, middle school, definitely wouldn't expect to be where I'm at right now. And in high school, I started playing football, started losing a little bit of weight, started to become kind of popular. Was in like ASB, like student government, if you don't know what that is. So really started to build my social skills. From there, I was in, I was senior in high school. Um, I was getting really big into fitness. Uh, one of my business partners, Josh Madrid, or at Jet Set Fly on Instagram, we started a network marketing company or started in a network marketing company. Um, like actually a lot of people, I feel like in the space have started in that kind of industry. And I know there's actually a lot of people that kind of knock it, but honestly, I like to think of it as probably the cheapest personal development you'll ever get in your entire life. I've learned so much about just human psychology, psychology and sales, how the human mind works so much little things that you would never would think that you've learned through that business model, but it literally teaches you that how to interact with other people. And that's literally got me where I'm at today. I'm super big in sales, super big in coaching and kind of just understanding how a human reacts. Um, I found that very, very fascinating. And it's kind of, again, like I said, got me where I'm at. So with that, we started our, we started a network marketing company. Um, with that, it was super, super good. We were killing it. We were like, we were 17. It was, we actually had a joint account. We were under our parents and cause we weren't old enough. We weren't 18 yet. We were still in high school. With that, I kind of started to lose all my friends. I was senior class president, had a scholarship. All I focused on was this. I was doing like home events, if you're familiar with the business model, over and over every single night. Wasn't going to school, got bad grades, lost everything. Um, not business-wise, but personal-wise. So like football kind of went downhill, no scholarship, didn't end up playing. And uh, wasn't senior class president actually anymore. And then from there, I was just kind of like, fuck it. I got to go all in. Went all in, then kind of had some doubt. Um, I was like, I'm still going to go to a community college because I lost my scholarship. Went to a community college, was living uh, down in Carlsbad in California. So it was about an hour and a half away from where Josh was. He was going to UCI the first time, um, first first year. And uh, with that, I kind of, separation, it kind of, he was a lot more motivated than I was at that point in my life. And with that, I kind of fell off. I was like, all right, whatever, I got to go to college. Really just started to doubt myself. And uh, definitely one of the biggest regrets I've ever made in my entire life. Like I think I think of all the time. Because just saying like we're Josh, he's absolutely fucking crushing it. Obviously, I'm crushing it as well. But just that there was a year gap where I ended up going to GCU, which is out here in Arizona. Um, got offered to come out here and play rugby, actually. So I played rugby for a year. I went to Australia, played for three months there. It was a super good time. That was my life. Went home for summer break. Went to Josh's apartment. He was actually there working with the team. He had like Eric Lovano, who's actually one of my first mentors. He's really big in like the ATM space. Nick Lovano, which is his brother, who was also mine and Josh's mentor in our network marketing. Um, company and he's really big in real estate now and um, I went home everyone was dropshipping was a big thing I was like what the heck is this <laughs> try it out obviously like anyone who sees it they're gonna try it they see a YouTube video they're gonna try to make it happen back then it was a lot easier this was like three years ago you got to remember so with that it was like influencer was still a huge thing um, now it's a very saturated market like obviously it still works but with that it was very very easy to make money at my first store I actually did like 10k first three weeks and I was like oh shit spent all my money bought a laptop did a bunch of random shit and um, now I was at a point where like, I really have to learn this skill. And I was just kind of like, all right, I really just focused my three months of summer there, just all into learning drop shipping, went to school, ended up dropping out, started a uh, website building company actually with Josh. And um, from there, that was kind of like, cause he always told me, he's like, bro, don't drop out to making like a consistent 10 K month consistent with drop shipping. It's hard to get a consistent income. Yeah. Right. And this was still like, I'm still only 17 years old. 
And I'm like, fuck, 10K a month. So I was like, all right. So I stayed in school for that first year. Uh, got And then ended up getting our first company up to around that. So obviously I ended up dropping out. And now I've just never looked back. Obviously don't run that anymore with him. Um, I'm partners on like E90X, a couple of other programs with him as well. But I, I credit a lot of my early success to him and motivating me as well. Obviously he's one of my best friends. I've known him since like second grade. But with that, um, that's kind of my story from the beginning. Now I do my own thing. He does his own thing. But yeah. Super cool. So, so you yeah. met Josh like way back. Yeah, like second grade. Crazy. Yeah. Josh went to the same school? Yeah, since second grade. <laughs> that's yeah, wild. Now my life's a lot different. It's actually so, it's so, we're actually like so out of the loop. Obviously, we, we're in like a couple different businesses together, but it's like me being in Arizona, I kind of have my own life here yeah. in Cali. So I'm kind of half and half between the two. Solid. So I want to dive a little bit more into the, to the network marketing side of things. Cause that's something that a lot of younger listeners have interest in um, yeah. hit me up. So um, talk to us about that experience. Like what drew you to network marketing at 17 years old? I was really trying. So I was really fat. I was really trying to get into fitness. So we started team jet set and essentially what it was, was it was just a fitness thing. Every was just like personal training. That's all it was. And uh, we got the opportunity, the opportunity, mm-hmm. right. To go and uh, sell this fitness product. We're like, Oh shit, we can make money selling this to our clients. We ended up showing up, obviously got sold, and from there, from there, just never running back. Really learned the business model, really learned how to sell, and just fucking crushed it. Our whole neighbor, our whole entire city hated us. <laughs> hated us, because everyone was paying, everyone was doing it, and then it was like, whoever didn't make money, they hated us, but it's like, like, we didn't know what the fuck we're doing. We're 17 years old, like, we just have these, like, you know, I mean, it's just network marketing, like, not, if you don't know what you're doing, you're not gonna make money. Like, the opportunity's there, it's really just who's gonna grab it. So everyone was like, you guys are fake, blah, blah, blah. And now it's funny. Cause they really, really reach out to us. But uh, yeah, now I go home and I don't even like going home cause I get too many questions. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So what, what do you think made you good at sales that early on? Like, did you have any past experience with sales or you were just kind of like, I think confidence, bro. So going from like 330 pounds down now, I'm a little chubby now cause I've been traveling a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I love food when I travel. Um, <laughs> I got down to like 190, bro. And I was just like, I thought I was the shit and I was just losing weight every day. It was like more money was coming in girls. Everything is like everything you can imagine on like a kid's brain. Like it's there and like, Oh shit. So I really, really, my ego was massive, but having a massive ego, you can sell obviously you need to be vulnerable as well. But I was just so confident going into everything I did just because that place in my personal life. And that's why I always credit so much to like my mental growth to my success because, and I was, I, hound this especially to my followers on my on my stories all the time like it's really really in your head because the moment i started to lose weight and started to feel better everything skyrocketed for me and i and i found that even like when i travel and i and i gain weight and i start to feel unhealthy or unmotivated it's like i start i lose money so i'm constantly always mm-hmm. just like i i don't know it's all in your head it's really just always stay motivated i always like to keep the energy high don't ever let it drop if i do i'm just like call it that's so, the truth man that's the truth like yeah gotta, i really gotta keep it going I don't know if it made sense, but no, um, no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot out of it. Cool. Awesome. All right. So now, so you're doing this network marketing company, you end up transitioning out, um, to go to school. Yeah. So when you go to school, you drop it. Yeah. Ended up cause it was like, I still did it, but it was like, it was, I wasn't focusing on it. Like if you've ever gone to college, it was like welcome week, all this. And I was like the vision of like what all college is really overpowered that. Cause I really wasn't making like an insane amount of money there. Sure. It was just like as much as I would at a job, I just wasn't going to a job. That was the difference. And then I was just like, whatever. I have food money, like I, my school's already paid for. So I was like, whatever, completely dropped it. 
fell off. I remember I didn't even con like I just did my own thing out here in Arizona. And then um yeah, just going home that summer really opened up my eyes. I really saw what was missing out. It's really just all a vision. And since then it's just my why since then is it's changed a lot, but I just went home and I saw like the opportunities that I've missed not following through. Um mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm never gonna let that happen again. What what are you gonna do differently going forward? Like what what actions or like what, um, what changes? As that being like three years ago, I, I've obviously learned a lot. Never looking yeah. back now. Like it's, it's literally me and Austin Zabak. I know you've interviewed him before. It's literally a do or die for me. It's like without, it sounds so stupid, but it's like really only people in our space can understand. It's like without my Instagram, without my skills, like I'm nothing. Like I dropped out of school, barely talked to my family. Like I, without this, it's nothing. So it's really like, I'm going to make it out. Like I'm so invested. I listen to Andy Priscilla a lot. And, um, He's, he literally says, like, I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm just so invested in this. It's a habit. Like, I don't even – sometimes I don't even want to do what I'm doing. I'm just so addicted to the process. And that's, like, kind of just where I'm at. Like, hmm. you, your, your question was what were – like, ask, ask me your question again. Yeah, the changes that you made as a result of seeing, like, what you missed out on. Yeah. And then, like, if there's anything else I missed out on. Did you not ask me that? Yeah. Okay, Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's really anything else I've missed out on only because I really, really search for opportunities. Obviously, there's ones I haven't grabbed, but I really, really try to just utilize my time and see what's out there now and just kind of focus on my own thing. Hmm. So how do you develop that like obsession or fixation on, on where you're going? Like, how do you how do you figure that out? Tactically or mentally? Like, do you mean as far as like my business model A to Z or like in my head, like what am I going to do moving forward? Like, how do I keep the drive going? Yeah, exactly. I live in abundance a lot. I spend a lot of fucking money and excuse my language. I know you have a young audience. It's just a habit. And uh, I spend a lot, have a lot of fun. Um, obviously I'm very smart with it, but it's like, I, I keep myself on the toes. I keep everyone around me on their toes. And it's just like, I'm, I just, I never, I never feel like there's enough. That's, that's my thing with anything in life, whether it's money, food, um, or really just anything. I don't care if we're playing a game. Like it's, there's nothing really ever enough for me. It's hard to feel satisfied. So it's like, I'm constantly working, constantly working. And I have really bad anxiety mm-hmm. with that. I leverage it. A lot of people would kind of have that as a negative, like kind of thing about them. Right. With me, my anxiety is really like, I can't even sleep at nights if I know there's things to do. So obviously I've kind of learned how to gear around that because the work job's never done, but, um, I've kind of leveraged my anxiety, honestly to motivate me on a daily basis. Cause like I'm waking up if my phone's that I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, Oh shit, what am I going to do? Who's what emails do I need to send out? Blah, blah, blah. And I've just learned kind of how to leverage that. I, I mentioned that a lot to my followers, like use your negative attributes and turn them into positive. It's just kind of how you counter it. And I just use it. That's kind of what keeps me going. Anxiety, live in abundance because I never think there's enough. And I just kind of live my day as if I have more money and I know what to do with. I know I talk about money a lot, but it's like, why, why does anyone do this? Right. Obviously I'm here to change lives. I want to change a lot of people's lives. I actually, there's a kid here. He's upstairs in my apartment right now. Um, I kicked him out for the interview. He came to me last month with negative dollars in his bank account. He had a store that he did like four or $5,000 in sales. I put it on my story the other day, but, um, he now he did over $50,000 in sales. He's like seven K liquid. He's killing it. Starting to save his money. He's like shit like that is what now my why Cause like my, why was a lot of people were like, Oh, I want to buy my family home. I want to do this. Like my family's not broke, but I'm just not close with them. Right. They do their own thing. Like they don't need the money. So it's like, my, why isn't that? 
right? They, they've never like helped me from monetary respect. My why now is like, I love that shit. Cause I've mm. genuinely done this all by myself. And I really just, um, I don't know. That's why I do it. That's what keeps me going on a daily basis. Shit like that. <laughs> Getting DMs of people saying like, yo, this impacted my life. Like that shit. Like I, I have nothing but my business. Like that's really all I got. So sure. Cool. for sure. And I was just talking with, um, I just had Josh York on the show. He, he runs a uh, gym guys and he was talking about how he never has a plan B like he, he needs to just like be all in like, no, no second thoughts, no backup plan. Like it's plan a, or it's, it's plan a, I know joke. Watch this. I know joke, bro. When I mean, I go like plan a bro. I literally have like a five day notice in my office right now. I'm not gonna go. There's information on it or else I go closer. I was in New York three days ago. I almost got evicted. I had to have a friend to help me out that was here because I couldn't get a flight home fast enough to a five-hour flight. They're literally going to like put a sticker on my door because I put I was there training my coaches. They live in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I literally put like my home, like where I live, on the line because I wasn't home in time to pay something and I couldn't do it online. Like some stuff was messed up. So like I literally did not have a plan B. I was like I was so like I've never been that stressed out in my entire life. But I literally, that's just an instance that just happened. I never have a plan B. I'm supposed to be in California in three hours. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. What? So, I, yeah, I don't have a plane ticket either. So, Well, yeah, I mean, good luck with that. But um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, so, so one thing that I'm also curious about as well is, man, you're 20 years old. Um, when you moved down to Arizona, clearly you've connected with some high-level individuals um, like Austin Zabak, who's, who's killed the game just on the podcast like a week ago. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you begin to grow your network once you, um, were in Arizona and were really like going hard on business? Um, Austin, man, before that I had a girlfriend, a gr- my girlfriend was a big reason why I stayed here in Arizona. Hmm. Um, when I dropped out, we had place together, stuff like that. I met Austin actually like three weeks after that, we ended up breaking up because it was like, Oh shit. It really opened. I remember going home. The day after I'm, it's so weird saying this, Austin, like one of my best friends, I don't even look at him like from a business perspective anymore. But like, I, I remember going home and I was telling, I was like a kid and this was only like a, a year ago. Like this wasn't that long ago. And uh, I remember going home, I was like, oh, it's like, like, babe, this is different. Like these people are different. Like it's, it's like who I need to be around. Cause Arizona then was not how it is now. A lot of people live here, Casey Adams, me. Yeah. My apartment complex is literally full of entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Coming down to that yeah. building, I was like blown away just yeah. all the people I was seeing there. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. I, um, who lives? Caleb Maddox lives here. Um, both the Austins, a couple other entrepreneurs, a lot of people that are in the fitness and weed industry are here, like marijuana. There's a yep. big, big, big industry out here. And um, yeah, I remember just meeting him. And then from there, we moved in together. We bought a penthouse together, lived for like six months. And that six months, I was doing everything. Obviously, him. Um, being really close friends with Cody Sperber, I met a lot of high level individuals in that space. Um, and then as well with myself, just being able to connect people, me and Sebastian. So Sebastian is another good friend out here. Um, Seb on Instagram or Sebastian Giorgio or whatever. He has over like a hundred thousand on YouTube, pretty big right. in the e-com space. Um, him as well. So me and him, we've kind of, we were kind of the first e-com people out here, at least to hit social media. And with that, obviously we've got a lot of traffic. So I've met a lot of people, a lot of like my network is old clients or, um, just kind of people who just DM me, just being around, going to the clubs. Um, that's a big thing. Like a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs go out out here. It's, it's like, it's in Arizona, there's really nothing to do, but go out, have fun, golf or work. Like there's nothing you can do here. hundred so, percent, man. I was hanging out with Ricky Gutierrez and the Tech Buds team for a couple yeah, of Yeah, Ricky's another one that I've met a lot of people. Just networking. Like obviously 
we're all we're all together like now obviously i know everybody um i can't pinpoint a certain like individual who's showed me more people or one certain in- instance i've just been doing it for so long it's like i just live day to day <laughs> straight up so i mean do you have any advice for like the young like 16 17 18 year old who who hasn't made that first connection yet they haven't met their their austin zayback or their person that that's really opened up these doors for them like how would you advise that person like find someone who can who, who they can benefit and who can benefit them get a partner see with me and i know this and um just because of who i'm around so me so let's say for instance there's a little kid he's 15 he dms me on instagram says hey i want to connect i want to partner our store i'll work for free blah 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 ready as these kids don't realize like we hear this every single day like yeah. i'm not no one don't go with that tactic if you're a kid if, if you're new i don't care if you're 30 years old and have no connections in the space you just want to make them do not go that tactic one it's just annoying i said i mentioned i listen to andy Priscilla a lot this morning i was i was like he was saying though most dms i get are questions or someone trying to connect right with that the questions i've probably already answered on a video or somewhere just look he says that but the dms like no one's gonna work for free like you have to earn your spot here and it doesn't always have to be money people are always like you need to pay to talk pay to talk like that's not it like, if i'm at an event and i see you you approach me like yo this is what i've done can you help me or this is where i'm at like i'm more of an in-person person and i know a lot of people are just because Instagram is such a weird space, especially right now at this time. Like, I mean, you probably even get DMs of kids just like, let's connect, help me for free. Oh yeah. Kids, people are thinking that's how you're going to connect. That's not. And that doesn't mean go and say like, yo, I have a $2,000 budget. Can I just give you this and you can be my friend? Like, no, like you need a network. Like I've met all my people in person, like a couple people I've DM, but it's like, find people in your space with that. Like me and Josh, we started coming up together. Now, even though I spread apart, I've known him my entire life. Every time I'm with him, I'm always meeting new people. Austin Zayback, he's just a partner. Someone who was at my level that I wanted to connect with. Now we're kind of going up together because two is always better than one. So I would say to a new kid, I don't care. There's Dan and Kyle. They're both in, both seniors in high school. You guys both know you do the same thing, but you're both trying to be each other. Like come together, start something together, start doing things together and like just do your own thing. Everyone's trying to find a friend or find someone to network. It's, it's good to network but you also need to have some credibility because no one's going to help you without any credibility. Um, especially connect like, no, like just, it's just such a saturated, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Everyone has it in their bio. It's just who's, who the fuck is going to be about it. And the only way to do that when you're at a starting level is find someone else starting and yeah. that's you can pay someone like that. And that's just, that's just, just that simple. And I know it's, there's people that help free. There's people that give out free value. Like, and that's the thing is there's so much, People buy courses, right? But the same information is on YouTube. The problem is they want the structure, right? So the people, if you genuinely have no money, you'll find a way to make money and then come and move forward. So that, that's kind of like my big thing. And that's just because I'm in the coaching space um, as well. So yeah, so, so talk to us a bit about, about Shopify first, and then we're going to dive into, co- uh, into coaching. Um, but what, what set you apart or what allowed you to have that early success making 10000 in your first three weeks with Shopify? Um, just what- being early. Yeah, that's it. Finish. Yeah, finish your question, and then I'll try to answer it. No, yeah, that's that's it, man. I'm just like, what set you apart? Um, being early, it wasn't saturated. It was very, very fresh. Now you can't just contact any influencer. A lot of them are verified. A lot of big pages get so many DMs, and if they're big and legit, like you have to go through like you can't even DM them anymore. Like you just have to email. Like they have like a full team, and it's like these pages. Like three years ago, these pages were just starting. Mm. Now for three years, like they've been posting. Like, it's, saturated it's like us like we post a story motivating someone i mean how many times like i don't know the last time i read someone's story like i'm you know what i mean it's just not as useful now it's very very tactical um 
and yeah, it was just being early. It's, you can do, run influencers now. It's like you really, really have to know what you're doing um, as far as marketing goes. It's really all this marketing just getting a lot harder. But same then, like I mean, think of I don't even like um, Grant Cardone three years ago. I mean, look at what 10x was, right? It was just yeah. like it was easier. But now the only reason he is because he started there. No one right now is gonna. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're not gonna start right now and create 10x. Not at all. Or hard on capital, anything he's working on. It's just like, it's, he just started at the right time. I think with me, I was just in the right place at the right time. That's um, and a lot of successful people say luck. Like I went there that day and I think it's luck. Like I didn't, I could have gone to my grandparents' house. My life could be totally different. So. And, and I mean the best dude, like the best time to plant a tree was like 20 years ago. Second best times today. Like literally yeah. it's just about taking that first step. Cause if you never take that first step, then you're always going to be looking back and say, Oh, I should have done it then. Or I should have done it then. But like, you got to do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that's probably a tip these kids can take. Don't wait. If I, I, if I wouldn't have waited, who knows where I'd be at right now? Maybe it would have crashed and failed, but who knows? You'll never know. So just make the decision now. If you guys are listening to this and you have an idea, you have something in the back of your mind, like figure it out and make it happen. Because yeah. all these resources. Always, so, always. And like yeah. fail fast, fail forward. I mean, like people say it all the time, but like just, just make those mistakes so that you can learn from them because the earlier you make the mistakes, the less impactful it's going to be. The, the more time you have to recover, the less money you're going to lose. Like it's, it's always better. You always have more safety nets now than you're going to have then. And you always have more like, like structure and just like less obligations now than you will then. So, so it just makes sense. Absolutely. And being a kid's easy. God, <laughs> when I go back to not having bills, I'm my overheads, uh, more than most people could imagine. Like I stress out all the time, like things like if I could just go back and live at home, Oh, would I redo it? Like <laughs> you guys have no bills. You guys are kids. If you are like utilize that, like stay at home. I don't care if you're 17. Use, use your mom's, make her make an account, like figure it out. But like utilize your time at home while you can save your money, stack your bread. Cause it won't last forever. And I, I found that the hard way with a lot of things. Like it won't last forever So make sure you're keeping up with the trends too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what made you want to get involved in the coaching side of things? Um, since you were doing dropshipping yourself, like why, why move into coaching? Bored, man. Yeah. It, it was just like, it was so easy. It was to the point where it's like, I don't want to do this every day. Hmm. Cause then when, when you build a store out and it becomes successful, it becomes a job. Like hmm. you're, you're running a store like online or in person, like it's the same thing. Um, it was just like, like, do I want to like, I'm not here to make, hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm here to make a million dollars a month. Right. Like yeah. how much work is it going to take me to do X, Y, and Z and make that just doing shop by drop shipping or what can I do to replace the Y and the Z with something else and now do it 10 times faster? No, am I? And I know I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea with that. A big thing I see a lot of people in the space or in our age group doing, it's called like shiny toilet boys, shiny toilet bowl syndrome. Like you'll see 10 things. You'll do all 10 things. Yeah. I didn't just want to do, these two things at once or three, four, five things at once. I learned my skill first. I learned this one thing, made money doing this, saved it. Now I'm like, all right, there's more paths. Like, so that's another tip I can also give out. Don't like, I don't care if you fail, keep doing it. It will work. You see people doing it. Make sure they're trusted people, but make sure you're just getting the right information and um, don't quit. Straight up. And like people are having success with everything. Like people are having success in and SMMA. They're having success in Shopify. They're having success in Amazon. Like literally you can be successful in any business model. It's just like pick one, have that linear focus and just really direct all of your energy into this one thing um, until you see results because there is potential in anything. It's just a matter of like you putting in the work. 
Absolutely, brother. So with with that being said, like now you're sort of you're, you're coaching coaches, yeah? Uh, yeah. So right now I'm in the process of building up my agency because I got to the point where it's like, okay, these are too many clients. I'm not going to sit here at this desk every day on the phone. Uh, now I have a list of like 10 pretty elite individuals that are starting to kill themselves. They want to venture off. They want to start building a personal brand. So it's just kind of like a trade-off. Like, yo, yo, here's other equity or pay or just really anything. And um, I want you guys to help me coach. So now I'm just building up this team. And it, it's literally like a family. It's so fun. Like, we were all just in New York. And everywhere we go, we all travel together now. Like, and this is very new, like, the past couple months. Like, and it's just like, we just all do the same thing. It's a good time. Um, and it's, it, we, we, I've just kind of learned how to create a culture now within my group to where it's like people are just wanting to join that's just kind of where I'm at. So now I'm just coaching coaches, really. Yeah. I have a couple of like clients I do myself, um, but that's just more like personal stuff. How do you create that that atmosphere, that culture where people are like super fired up to like to get after it every single day and to, to work together? Yeah, experience. Experience is probably the best thing. Like I, I really like to have a lot of fun. I have a lot of energy on a daily basis. That's one thing. Um, and me just being good at psychology, man. I'm, I'm very good with people. And that's the thing. Like I, I know how to get myself out of a lot of things. I know how to deal with a lot of situations, but that being said, like I've kind of just pre-manufactured everything I have planned. And, um, it's just like, I know what needs to be done, how it needs to run. Like I'm, I buy right now. I'm at the point where I'm like biting the bullet, kind of like holding back on a lot of things, like definitely not leveraging things how I should, but it's really just to make sure everyone's happy. Then I want to really, really hit it hard. Like right now, I'm just trying to build a relationship. It's not about the money for me at this point. It's really just trying to build this atmosphere of coaches and people who want to be around me, not because of the money, because it's fun, because people are being taught. Like it's genuinely enjoyable when someone tells you like, you made me X amount. Like, That's dope. So I'm just trying to instill that in the heads because they're still new. Like in reality, they couldn't do this without me only because I don't think one, it's good. Like, I don't care if you had one successful Shopify store, like that does not mean you can go fuck the coach. Hmm. nor could these kids do it with me is my credibility right I, I know what systems and processes i know what needs to be done to coach it so it's like i'm just like pretty much telling them like you guys no you can't go sell this you're not gonna be able to sell anybody like because you, you've had one one successful store like you definitely need more credibility but with everyone being one whole it's a lot different because hmm. this person's just good at this this person's just good at that and i've kind of just now in the feeling out stages feeling where people are and then they won't even have to focus on their stuff. Now they can literally just match their one crap. Like this guy can just be good at marketing. This guy can just be good at building funnels or landing pages. This guy can just do product research. Um, and that's just like, and those are things where it's like, I enjoy that. Like, I don't want to be the fucking guy working till 4 a.m. in the morning. Although I am, it's not like I'm sitting there typing at a computer. I'm thinking like, it's like playing chess. I'm literally just placing puzzle pieces as I'm going. And that, that's been the most fun for me lately. Although I, I've cut a lot of my streams down focusing on this one I uh it's been more fun I've had a, had a lot more fulfillment it's been a great time like trying to understand this because I don't really have a mentor in the space other than like Austin Zayback of having employees and he helps me a lot but it, it's just insane to see like every day I feel like a teacher I remember being a kid I wanted to be a teacher because I liked it I was like oh this is fun like all these kids look up to them and having like these right now I've told like six full-time employees like mm -hmm. having them come in to the office every day it's like damn like these people are fired up like I just I don't ever want to let them drop like so for sure <laughs> i love it man i love it so do you have any advice for the young listener who's like thinking about like scaling up their team or like bringing somebody else on board like anything you wish you would have known before yeah be careful who you trust you really when i mean find credibility find it you need to one understand 
and this is me just being straight up. You need to understand people, most people are entrepreneurs for the money. And that's just it. Like people don't like the reason why you want to do this is to make money. Yes, there may be other things that you want to do in the space, but the end goal is money. I don't care what anybody sells. Warren Buffett, like he has an image, but he's still 24 seven thinking about money. That's always on his head. With that, money changes a lot of people. So you need to be careful and really learn who you can trust with that. And that's why I always mention find someone early before you find success to do it with you because then you're coming up together. You guys are on the same level. With me, it's easier to trust these kids because I've helped them come up, right? It's like, what are you guys going to do, right? But if you're just someone random trying to build up a random team that you don't have any credibility with, they're coming into this thinking, okay, what can I do? Or do I just come in this for information and do it myself? Because that's the thing is everyone, everyone's doing, I don't, you can have an Instagram growth company, a Shopify store, um, a social media marketing agency. You can come and help me steal my idea and do it yourself. Like, yeah, there's NDAs, there's non-competes, but really, I mean, we're all 20, 21, 22 years old. Who the hell is going to go to court? Who's going to sue someone? I mean, in this space, that's for young listeners. I mean, obviously there's a lot bigger scenarios, Sure. but you really just, and that's just me being a realist. Like you just really have to understand how to trust someone and make sure, and that doesn't mean it's your best friend. Like I could know you for 10 years and I still wouldn't do it. Like I, I have my business relationships and my personal relationships. So unless you have a personal and a business relationship with someone, don't bring them on your business. Like only business relationships and personal separate. I always say if building out a team, hmm. they need to, they, they're, your friend's probably trying to be on your team because he wants to make money. He sees you doing it. If he wanted to make money, he would have already done it with you. Right. So if someone that's already making money that wants to join you, just make sure everything's legit. Make sure everything on his end, like there's no, or her end, there's no like ideas of what they want to do or if they want to leave, like set standards and uh, just make sure you find a credible partner or team. Absolutely. Could not agree more. Yeah. All right, Bobby, I have some questions that I like to ask all of my guests before we do wrap up the show. Are you feeling ready for those? Yeah, let's make it happen. All right, perfect. The first thing I'm curious about is what is something that genuinely has you excited right now? This podcast, <laughs> I'm not kidding. If you notice my tonality getting on this was probably a little bit different than now. Now I'm kind of in my zone and like understanding, like that's why I like, like you ask the questions to the young listeners. It's like re reminding me in my head, like, damn, there's gonna be a lot of kids listening to this. So I'm excited. Hopefully that you guys get knowledge out of this, whoever's listening to this right now. And I'm, uh, I'm actually, so I'm sitting in my office right now. I literally set up a podcast like you, I don't know. I've told you this before. I've, I have a podcast on iTunes and I haven't done it yet. And I was like, whatever, like I planned this out. We've been trying to get on here for a while. Like I, I'm going to cut all like back and stuff for the day. I'm like, oh, so I'm about to film podcast. And I'm pretty fired up for that. <laughs> so little things like that get me excited, bro. I'm not even kidding. This is so random. I ordered an ant farm the other day. Ant farm. My, an ant farm. Like it's bugs. So random. Yeah, and I was fired up. Like, I don't get excited. Like, I don't want to go buy Gucci. I don't want to go to Lamborghini. I don't want to go to Ferrari. Like, I don't, like, it's fun. Manifestation, sure. Or go buy it, sure. But it's like, like, I don't know. Like, a little random shit like that really fires me up. Like, I'm excited to go and work. I mean, I have all my employees. Like, I, I kicked them out of the office to do this. But I'm, like, just go back up there, see what's been done. Um, pretty anxious to answer my phone. I've been getting a lot of texts. But, Yeah. <laughs> And then just kind of move on with the day. I'm a big food guy. I live next door to Masters. I like to go to dinner. I don't know if that, those were the answers you were wondering, but. No, straight up. Just, just curious. Yeah. So, man, why, why an ant farm? I got to ask. Like, 
Bro, I never ever like react to ads. It was an it was an ad on Amazon <laughs> on Instagram, and I just bought it. It was like twenty bucks, and it was fun. Like I've never had an ant farm, so I was fired up. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it, man. That's wild. Yeah, yeah super random, but <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. All right, Bobby, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business or your lifestyle, that have helped to get that next level? Oh, yeah, probably. Just like, I'm not a very mad person. Mm -hmm. I'm very vocal. I think just a habit of being a talkative person's helped me to be where I'm at. Like, I'm not afraid to say anything. Like I'll say it. Um, although that's bit me in the ass quite a few times. It's also helped me a lot. So that's probably my best habit. Um, I definitely, that's something I need to work on. Habits are insane. Um, there, I, and I noticed that like just recently today is my first day of really, really hitting it hard. The past three days have been really off for me. I haven't felt well. And it's like, just coming back now like even getting on this i was a little like just not all focused right right now i'm obviously in a different state but um yeah just creating a habit just any habit i guess works with mine it'll just be working every day past few days i was kind of lazy so um yeah how do you how do you keep know. motivation up or how do you keep your discipline up uh it kind of goes back to what i said earlier i think that's why i was trying to find a different answer but i'm just gonna say it again um just knowing like it's a do or die. Like I sure I have money saved up. Sure. I have connections, but it's like, like, this is me. Like, this is my image. Like this is what I do every single day. And now having employees, like these are six people whose lives rely on me. Like they have family, like they have things to go home to. Like without me, it doesn't run. Right. Which obviously that's obviously my goal as a boss. I don't like saying that all partners, but um, like I need to get it to the point where it's like I could die tomorrow and they can run. So that's probably my biggest motivation right now. Hmm. is try to create systems processes where they don't need me like i don't want to be that guy my only goal having these kids to start this with me was to help them not only help me but like the experience it'll give them one two years from now i don't want to be doing this i want them to have the experience from here they can just do this and then they can do their own thing and i'm just moving on to even bigger things like i don't know commercial real estate or something like that just like there's levels to anything but as entrepreneurs know it real estate's always the end goal so that's probably <laughs> what motivates me is just to get out of make more money and help more people. Honestly, like I, I genuinely get excited, excited, like paying them and stuff like pretty cool. Yeah. I was, I can totally relate with that, man. Like, like paying my team is like one of the best feelings. This was like, um, I'm supporting these people. I'm like helping them to, to, to do whatever they're doing. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I get stoked every time I do it, man. <laughs> oh yeah, Definitely. So how do you develop those, those systems and processes? You mentioned that you're trying to, to incorporate more of those in your business. Do you have any examples of those or like ways that you've been able to, to create yeah business so now it's really really systematized like you come in like it's practically a crm now like but man manually through my team and then we as well have like a workflow in the back end so i've kind of created it more of like a curriculum where it breaks it down step by step so they go through step one now they're getting on the call with this person now they have to do x y and z to get to step two to get on the call with this person so not only that i've just created and I've done like beta tests, meaning like I've had people go through for like free just to try it out. Not there to get results, just to kind of see like, all right, whatever. And then obviously if they end up making money, they make money. But my goal with that is just kind of testing. I've done some like free launches like that. Um, and it just kind of learned the system. Like I've been doing it for a while. I know a lot, all my friends are all in the guru space. Um, so everyone does a lot of coaching and I've just kind of just visualized and learned what works, what doesn't. And I think my system right now, will easily be the best as far as everyone goes. Obviously there's some people like, there's some obviously people who are better. Chase Hero kills it. 
a lot of people like in the bigger space. But as far as like my age group right now, I, I think I'll have the best like systems and processes. And I'm kind of just waiting to come out with it. Like, which I'm doing a beta launch tonight. So I'm pretty excited for that. Dang. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm curious as well. Um, if there's any content that you're consuming on a regular basis, whether that's books you're reading, audiobooks you're listening to, podcasts, YouTube channels, like what are you, what are you consuming? Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, but mainly just podcasts, man. Uh, I live, my living situation is quite crazy now. I all, it's, there's always people around me. I was saying this to my girlfriend the other day. It's like, I'm right now, like this is the only alone time I have all day. Like I have people over at all times, constantly people working in my team. Cause that's like my life. Like, I don't think of it as work. We're, I remember we were sitting at dinner the other night with a couple other entrepreneurs and uh, we're like, we need a, a word for this. Like it's a, it's work, but it's like, it's not work. Like it's just life, but we're not going to say like I'm doing life. Right. So, but yeah, it's just like, I never get, ask me, ask me the question again. Um, just the content that you're consuming. Oh yeah. Content uh, podcast. It's hard to find time to read. That's another habit that I, I I'll read like a couple chapters a week, but nothing insane. Sure. I try to read not as much as I was when I was first starting out. And I, I found myself getting out of those habits, although my money may be going, my money may be growing, bank account may be growing, maybe a better term for that. But um, like in the head, I'm not like I'm, I, you can tell, I find myself drifting away from the entrepreneur space and turning more into like a businessman. Like that's the difference, right? Mm. Like a businessman knows how to run a business, but an entrepreneur knows a lot more than that. Like it's, I literally, like I study life, like that's literally all I'm focusing on. Um, so with that, I'm just like constantly listening to podcasts. I like to listen to a lot of other people, how they run the businesses, go to seminars. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Just podcasts. For I sure. listen to Andy Pacella a lot. He's a stud. Yeah. I, I know you Definitely mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Um, are there any other people that you're listening to on a consistent basis? Yeah, I listen to everyone you could possibly think of. Like I, like obviously YouTube, they have a suggestion section, like every, every single person. I mean, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone. Um, Dan Locke, like those are just people off the top of my head, obviously, like everyone, everyone in the space, like there's no one in particular I wake up and listen to. I've listened to almost like everything up to date as far as like who I listen to. Sure. Um, yeah. anyone in particular that really resonates with you or you just like pull from a lot of different places? Um, I like Grant a lot. Grant's definitely someone I look up to. Mm. Um, for a little while I looked up to Gary, not really as much anymore. Um, I look up at Grant. He's just like straight to the point. Grant and Andy, they just, they're fucking, they kill it, bro. Yeah. Ed Milet, Ed Milet's a stud too, obviously, but really just like the big, big, big time players. I have a couple different like mentors that aren't big in the space as far as social media goes. I look up to them a lot. Um, yeah. Sure. One thing that I'm also curious about as well, Bobby, is the things that, that the guests that I have on the show do that, that they choose not to scale. So to give you some context of what I'm talking about here, every day I'll go on Instagram, I'll pull out my phone, um, and I'll shoot like five to 10 uh, video DMs, to just new followers in the last 24 hours, just being like, hey, Bobby, how's it going? Thank you so much for the follow. Really appreciate it. Let me know if there's ever any way that I can add value to anything that you're doing. Have a wonderful day. Something super simple like that. Um, it's not something that I bring my VAs on to just like send out for me. Um, it's something that I want to, to be that personal touch and to really like start a one-on-one -on -one conversation. So is there anything that comes to mind for you? I mean, obviously in the coaching business, there's a lot of stuff that like has your personal like touch to it. Um, but is there anything that comes to mind in your business that, that really um, you choose not to scale? Um, right now, employees. Employees, because I'm at the point where it's like, I have to start calculating my expenses heavy because now it's like, yeah. 
I need to make sure this works out because if it's not making sense, there's no point in this. Because again, obviously money is the end goal. Um, right now I'm kind of scaling on that. I'm holding back on that. Um, and my personal brand, I've recently held back a lot on that. Um, I'm growing. I still do the same thing as far as like what I post daily and stuff like that. Um, but as far as growing, I really, really have been holding back and I'm like starting now. That's why I was like, I need to do this. Like I'm going to start doing, try to do a podcast like for a week or something like that. As far as interviews, like I really want to start scaling my personal brand up. And then now that like the business stuff is a lot more handled, obviously personal brands, a business on its own. Like that's a whole nother, like there's I have people in my DMs, like stuff like that as, as you probably do as well. Um, it's like a whole nother operation. And it's weird to think like, it's so funny. Like you go to a club, like you see a girl, you meet an old friend from college or something. And it's like, they don't look at it like that. They just get like, but it's like, bro, I don't even go on my Instagram. Like, it's just like my business. Like I just do it. I don't even like it. Like, I don't read my DMs. People do it for me. If it's something important or someone's telling me something heartfelt, like they'll just send me a screenshot. I'll go and read it and respond. But it's like, most of the time it's like, I'm not on there to communicate. I'm not on there to do anything other than the impact and fucking make money. So there we go. That's, really, the name of the game. that's what I've been holding back. That's one thing I haven't scaled is my personal brand. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally with you on that. Now, Bobby, you've been providing so much value to our listeners, man. I just want to say thank you for that. Where can they go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about what you're doing, what you're up to and connect with you further? Um, shoot me a DM. I always respond to DMs. I, do, I am in there. I know, I, I know I'm totally contradicting myself. <laughs> shoot me a DM. If not, um, in my bio, just email me. I'm checking my emails all the time. Um, yeah, just message me on Instagram at business with Bobby. I, I'll always see it especially if it's important. So you guys got something important, tell me, go do it. Cool. I'll be sure to link that up in the show notes as well for our listeners. Bobby, do you have any last words, wisdom, closing thoughts, or anything you want to wrap the show up here with today? Yeah, don't give up guys. If you're in a spot right now where you don't know where you want to be, figure it out and make something happen fast. No time to wait. Take some action today, folks. That is a wrap. Bobby, again, super grateful for your time and you choosing to spend it here on Young Smart Money. It has been a pleasure. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this latest episode of Young Smart Money and got a ton of value out of it. If you did, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. It only takes about five seconds. If you're walking the dog, if you're going to the gym, pull that phone out of your pocket, press that subscribe button, and uh, drop us some love in the ratings and review sections as well. Those really do help the podcast get in front of even more people and helps us get even more amazing guests on the show. And I do read each and every one of your ratings, reviews, message that you send me. Uh, they, They really do impact me and the show and show me exactly what you want to be seeing here on Young Smart Money. So again, do not forget to drop us a rating, review, and subscribe over in iTunes. And guys, have a wonderful day. Take care. And I really do appreciate you choosing to spend your time here with us on Young Smart Money. Have a wonderful day.